welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the beautiful Jessie De Silva, and she is an intuitive money coach, and she speaks my language like no one else has spoken my language and will jamming before we jumped on. So welcome to the show, Jesse. Thank you for having me. I knew we would get along because I stalked <laughs> you a little bit and I was like, oh, she's my girl. <laughs> love it. I love a bit of stalking. Um, so what was your magical story that to get you into becoming a money witch, a money intuitive, helping people really crack open their abundance? Sure. So it really, I mean, it goes <laughs> First, I was born, <laughs> but you know that that's skipping ahead a bit because I could go back to the beginning. But really, the the big catalyst to so much of this is that I was fired from my legal job, and it was a week after I had spent the most money on myself that I ever had in hiring a business coach. Because at the time, I was getting, I was trying to get my job hunting business off the ground, and so I hired a coach because I realized I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to get people to pay me for this put it on credit card, and then literally a week later got fired. And it was the biggest blessing that has ever happened to me, even though it threw me into total chaos because I had been functioning under this assumption where I was like, I'm going to do everything I can, save as much money as I can, and in six months I'll leave. That was my plan. And then I walked in the day after like a three-day weekend and I was fired and I was like, well, then I guess I'm going to start with it now. <laughs> so I think a lot of people may have gotten scared, backed out of a big like $12,000 commitment, whatever, but I didn't. I continued forward with it. And I had a lot of ups and downs in business for, I mean, basically the entire first year, but especially in those first eight to nine months. And is I so I was doing job hope job hunt coaching because that's I had my own method of doing it. Like I had landed a job, my my job previous to this, I'd landed totally through networking, never sent in a cold application. Like I have a knack for it. And I'd been teaching friends and family to do it for years. So that's how I initially started and you know, saw some moderate success here and there. And I also had these intuitive gifts that I kind that I also use, but I didn't really involve in a package, you know. So then when COVID hit, I think I'm probably the only person who was like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity here. Cause I was like, the job market's coming to a standstill. So now everybody's gonna need a way to make money. And I just spent the last eight to nine months making every mistake in business that you can. And also running my mindset into the gutter and back out of it regarding money, having to <laughs> confront all my money issues. And so I realized I got to help people with this because I need, I need to be there for people who need to make money now. So I started working mostly with like startups. So helping people get their businesses started. And I had lots of success 
you know, I had like a $30,000 sales week in two weeks. As soon as I made the switch, like I sold out all my one-on-one packages. I had like, you know, over 10 figure months for like a few months after. And then it all came to a screeching halt. And I realized, I mean, I realized after like three months of being broke and like wondering what's going on and having to ground into my spirituality, my manifestation practice, my gratitude, looking at things through that lens, I realized that the reason the success didn't stay was because I was so afraid to bring out my magical side as the main selling point of what I do that it was holding me back. Because I I like to say that I was so focused on not becoming another blonde white lady on the internet talking about manifestation that I became another blonde white lady on the internet talking about business strategy. (laughs) So I had like a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. And I realized I had to, I, I got a very clear download. So I like unplugged. And, you know, this was this was following like two totally failed launches. Like just I had no money. I just made a big move from Washington, D.C. to Florida with my fiance. And there was a lot of strain. He was starting a Ph.D. program. So we were broke. We had we were like <laughs> felt like squatters in our new apartment. And <laughs> I got this very clear message. You need to teach magic. Like you need to teach that your magic, you need to teach manifestation because I teach it through the framework of spell work because what take what it takes to make a spell succeed is exactly what it takes to make a business succeed or to manifest anything in your life. You have to align your intentions, embody them deeply and take inspired action every day. It's that simple. And I realized that that was a much simpler framework than a lot of the stuff that was out there. And when you take that approach to building a business, then you get to infuse every little aspect in your business with magic intention. And it just like flourishes in a way that feels really beautiful and easy and fun and joyful. And that was so much more fun to me than like doing the business strategy and launch strategy, which of course I still teach, but I teach it through this other lens. I got this really clear download. You need to do a group program and you need to do it on this. And it needs to be like $4,000, which I was terrified of because I had never charged that much. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to have to do it. I'm going to roll with it. So I debuted it. I put it out there and I hit in one, in like that one month, I hit $26,000 in sales, $14,000 in cash. And I did it with half the clients that I had the year before. And that made all the difference. And then since then, it's been like beautiful blessings of money and ease and flow it's, it's so funny. Cause I, like I had even like, I made $11,000 in 24 hours, which I always hated when I heard people on podcasts say things like that. Cause I was like, <laughs> yep. okay, good for you. Great. Like, how do we do it? Right. Like how does the rest of us do it? And it really is just kind of like living. It sounds so ridiculous to say living in trust and knowing that money is energy, but it is those things. And I can get into explaining how those things work, but those were like the main drivers is just like not panicking when I, when my bank account was getting low, that's like the first mistake that you make. It's like, even when you think, so, you know, before we got on here, I told you, I just came back from rock climbing and they tell you that like, you know, if you make a mistake, like you for like something drastic, you forget to tie in 
And now you're like at the top of the wall and you're not tied in and you're tired and you don't want to drop from like 40 feet. They said the first thing you got to do is like take a breath and you got to stay calm because if you panic, then there's nothing you can do. You're going to, then that's how you fall. It's like you, your brain stresses you out. So now it's like, I've learned to like stay calm, stay in trust. And it's so funny that like now it's like, yes, my big game manifestation game is on, but it's even small things. Like my favorite story, even though it's such a small manifestation was one day, like I was, I realized I was running low on deodorant. I was like, Oh, my deodorant's getting low. Gotta put that on the grocery list, you know? And then literally two days later, my, my partner went and checked the mail and he brings the mail and he was like, what's this package for you? And I realized it was an old deodorant shipment that went to our old apartment and finally got rerouted. (laughs) And I laughed so hard. I was like, I see you universe. Like you're looking out for me two days later, sending me deodorant. (laughs) It's, it's really funny that you've actually brought that up because on I take Wednesdays off I don't work Wednesdays Wednesdays are my day to do whatever I choose to do whether I decide to sleep whether I decide to do work whether I do whatever it is I decide to do so I dropped my daughter to school went and sat by the beach and I just got this unbelievable hunger I'm like okay I'm going to take myself out to lunch one of my clients had just paid me and I was like sweet so I'm like I'm gonna get a little have a little celebration by myself got myself a glass of wine got myself a delicious salad pulled out my journal and I just sat there and I was just, I'm so blessed and grateful now and just feeling into all of this flow. Within the 45 minutes I got offered, and it's only small again, but offered a free coffee from the coffee shop because I'd made an extra one and said, oh, would you like it? And I was was actually really full. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, but thank you. But I'm like, oh, universe, I see you. Ten minutes later I get a message from a client saying, I've got these tickets, I'm unable to go, they're worth $180. Do you want to have them? Unfortunately, again, I actually couldn't use them, but I was like, universe, I can see you. I can feel you. I know that you're there. I'm always guided and supported. And we are always supported. I was driving home one day from a friend's house in tears. I had no money. (laughs) My car was unregistered. It was double demerit weekend. And I'm like, I need to get 20 minutes home. Like it's a 20 minute drive. Right. And there's always police in the whole way home, just bawling, tears streaming down. I think I'm always guided and supported. I'm always guided and supported. I'm always guided and supported. The universe is always supporting me. The universe is always supporting. I had no money when I got home to actually pay for registration because I would have done it before I'd left. I get home and I get a message from someone saying, here's here's the $500 that I owe you. Oh, my God. And that was for my registration for my car. Yeah. And here's the thing is that, like, you that's where subconscious belief comes in, right? Like, cause at that point you have the subconscious belief that you are guided and supported. So when you have those day-to-day emotions, when you feel sad or angry, it's not like, Oh, once you click into alignment, you're never sad, never <laughs> angry. No, you feel those things, of course. But the difference is that the subconscious belief is there that this is some like this is just an opportunity for growth or this is just me wanting to experience something difficult because all of us are souls inside bodies essentially like having a mission trip on earth right like we've incarnated here to experience what it's like being human we all have a mission and when you experience negative things like that's part of the experience right it's like i studied abroad in london for 4 months and like i got I got like my purse stolen with 1500 pounds in it. 
the last of like my student loan <laughs> money. And was it a shitty experience? Yes. But is that a story that I tell when I tell the, tell people about when I lived there? Absolutely. Cause that's part of it. It's like, you know, the, the negative things or so-called negative experiences of like being too drunk on the tube and missing your exit and things like that. Like that's just as much about the experience of living there as all the great times and all the great nights and all the great things that you've done. So it's like, if somebody asked you what it was like to be human and you only told them about candy and chocolate and happiness and orgasms, like that's not really what being a human is. You also have to include grief and jealousy and, you know, anger. You have to include those things. Murder even like all of that is part of human experience. And so the more, yeah, the more that we, that we are just radically accepting of whatever we experience and knowing that it doesn't define us or it doesn't define our worthiness. That's how, that's how it all works for us. A hundred percent. You said something before that you, which I really, really loved that at the beginning your business exploded and you had all this money flowing through into your experience and then it all dried up and stopped. Mm -hmm. And then it was really grounding back into the spirituality, grounding back into who you truly deeply are. And I, I smiled when you said it because I can really totally relate. It wasn't until the beginning of this year that I really started to compound where I am today. So last year I did $68,000 and within the first 35 days of this month, this year, I contracted 75000 And Oh, it's she bad now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all energy, but it's all relative, but I'm still the same person. I haven't shifted and changed. The only thing that shifted and changed is my internal dialogue with myself and my thoughts. I'm still coaching the same amount of people, if not less. I'm still doing all the fun things that I want to be doing. I'm making an impact in people's lives. But it's not this huge big thing that I thought it was going to be when I got there. It's like when I get there, this is what is going to happen. It's like, well, actually, no, this is just now who I am, embodying who I truly am and that this is the work that I was born to do is activating magical, the magic inside of my inside of my clients. And I love how you said magical spells as well. Um, there's so many, like, things in alignment <laughs> with um what you've said, but grounding into it. So what were the steps? What were the things that you did to ground into your spirituality? So, I mean, I had been, I had been like doing like, you know, practicing my spirituality, but the first thing I did is I, you know, I'm, I'm such, I'm, I'm such a thinker. Like I love to analyze things. So the first thing I did, first of all, I, I had to cry it out. I'm a water sign. So it's like I had to cry it all out and like feel <laughs> yeah. all the things and like have a pity party for like a week. So that's the first thing you got to do is just like feel like shit and like get it out of your system because that's how we cleanse. We have to cleanse by feeling it. So I felt it all. And then I said, okay, so what is the lesson here? When I looked at like, I've lost all these clients. I was looking at who was I losing. And when I looked at who I was losing, it was a lot of clients that had been problematic or hadn't paid me or were slow to pay me. And I realized it was like, this is a blessing. I just don't see it yet. Like I'm, I'm being like, there's a massive clearing happening because like I have more, I have something better coming. And so I chose to trust that. I chose to trust like the better thing is on its way. And when I started thinking that way, 
it, it's so funny because when I did finally sign clients three months later, all the clients paid me in full, every single one except one. And I had never had somebody pay me in full, like four grand before. And it's and it was just wild to me. It's like that became the standard practice. And now it's like I've launched a six-month mastermind, you know, at like an I it released it at like a beta price and you know, at like cent, like just over seven grand. And the people who have signed up paid me in full for that too. And it's just like, whereas before I could never get a pay in full client. I could only ever get people on payment plans. And then the payment plan, then they wouldn't like follow up on the payment plans. So I had to look first for the lesson. I was like, what is the upside here? Like what could, where are the hidden blessings? And then I yeah. looked at what is this teaching me as well? Like what, what things am I going to learn that, that are so worthwhile? Like, what am I really having to like work on within myself? And during that time, I really had to learn. I had to learn not the, the main thing I realized is that a lot of my self-worth, I was attaching to my ability to make money and my client's ability to make money because I felt like, Oh, well, if they don't make back their investment within X amount of time, then like, I must be a shit coach. Oh my God. (laughs) I know, right? No, but that's so powerful because I think that's what, I think that's the things that get, gets in the way of Mm -hmm. becoming a good coach and building that business. And I've been so caught in that before is I'm taking responsibility for their results. I'm like, no, I'm doing my part in the game. They have to also play and do their part. Mm -hmm. And there's something that you said before that, when people drop off, I always cheer and get excited with my clients when they're like, oh, I've lost all these clients. I'm like, Woo-hoo! and like, why are you so excited? Because you're cleansing. And I love how you put that. It was cleansing. It was who were these people that you're releasing and letting go of? And you were vibrating higher and they just weren't ready to come up with you. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're good or they're bad or they're this or they're that. It's just, they're just not in alignment with where you're heading and they're just not there. And it, you've taken the boundaries to go, you know what, this is what I want and moving forward. I, I just, if you're listening to this, I, that is just one of the most powerful things that you can understand that when you're in business and people are dropping off and they're not continuing to work with you, it has nothing to do with you, it has everything to do with the way that you're moving forward and they're just everything shifting and changing and it's a blessing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like there, you have to look for those silver linings because a lot of times the lessons that you're having to learn in that scenario are what you're going to have to teach later or what you're going to like, you know, share with others, or you're going to become an expert in it. You know, another thing that had, that came up for me was learning how to receive. That's the one that, that really gets me because I ha- I've always hated asking for help. Now I've got, now I don't have a problem with it, but I always hated asking for help. I always hated owing people. I hated like, you know, having to have these really brutally honest conversations about like money or what I was able to do or not do, you know, it's like, it happened right at Christmas too. So of course it's like, I like told everybody, I mean, it's funny because I like texted my family chat with my, like my siblings and my fiance and our best friend. And like, you know, it's like our, our chat for like the inner circle. And I remember texting them and saying like, cause I really pride myself on giving amazing Christmas gifts. It's like shit you didn't know you needed until it's in your hands. And so 
I remember texting him and saying like, guys, like, I'm so sorry, but like, I'm not going to be able to buy anyone Christmas gifts this year. Like I'm pretty broke. And then my brother came back and he was like, oh, are we announcing that we're not buying Christmas gifts? Cause I'm obviously not buying anyone Christmas gifts either. Cause it, cause he had gotten like a COVID pay cut. So it was just funny because everybody was like, yeah, nobody's getting gifts this year. We're all, (laughs) Uh, but like having those moments where I had to divorce my self-worth from these kind of humbling moments, right? Goosebumps. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had to be like, this doesn't make me a bad sister and this doesn't make me unworthy. And this doesn't make me less of a coach, less of an entrepreneur, less of a human. It doesn't mean anything. It's just the circumstances I'm in right now, you know, cause it's like, you got to practice what you preach. And so learning to, and then learning to receive on the other end of it, like it was, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in making money. Like I obviously came from like a high powered, like legal career. And I was like in Washington DC. So I was making good money. And like, I, like my fiance is an, is an artist and I've always wanted to like, you know, be the breadwinner. And then he gets to do his art. He gets to write his poetry, do all of his stuff. And like, I want to, I want to see him realize that vision without any fear And then having to go from like sugar mama status to then moving into, can you pay the movers because I was supposed to pay them and now I have nothing. I mean, that's like really humbling. And, you know, I had to also remember that like even his reactions, his disappointment or his, you know, frustration or however he was feeling it had nothing to do with me. It was his own shadow. And that's like the codependency there, right? Like I had to be like, he still loves me. And even if he's upset with me, it's like, he still loves me. Even if he's like, you know, if he's scared too, like he's allowed to experience these feelings. And this also doesn't affect my self-worth. Like I had to be like, I'm worthy and I'm deserving. Even when he's upset with me, it's not that is powerful. To him. Yeah. Oh, that my is God. I had, really powerful. Oh, so much. I had so many lessons, so many lessons during that time. Um, and like all things that I needed to understand because, you know, you'll see that the pattern for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially a lot of coaches is, you know, and this is, this is, I want to talk about embodiment I'm making a note to say this, but you'll see that a lot of people will, you know, either slowly or quickly get a lot of success and then have a massive dip at some point. And it's like, they don't either, not everybody gets to the point of like running out of money, but a lot of people do. And then they, it's like basically a shame spiral. And really at the end of the day, what it is, is it's the universe, like really testing you, but testing you in the sense of not like ABC pass or fail. It's more about like, like a blood test or like a cholesterol test where is your self-worth now? Like now you've gotten a taste of what it's like to succeed. Can you believe that you are worthy of this even in these circumstances? Like it's literally a way that you have to like, like you have to get used to making, to like being in a situation where you spend a lot of money or you lose a lot of money. Because if you think about it, you know, when Amazon bought Whole Foods, they spent millions on that, right? So it's like when you are like when you're massively successful entrepreneur, so say you're like a coach and you're going to hold a retreat or something, or you're going to hold a conference, like I've decided I'm going to put on a conference that's going to require 
a fuck ton of money up front, right? You got to like book the hotel room and like book, maybe you want to have travel included. So you got to book flights for people or you want to like, you got to pay the speakers up front. Like you're going to make these massive expenditures and probably feel that tightness. And you can't get to a point where you're comfortable making huge expenditures like that. If you don't know what it's like to, to come really close to losing everything. Because you know that like when you're in that situation, when you've lost everything and you can trust, then you know when you make the big expenditures like that to realize a huge vision that it's going to be fine. It's always going to come back. It's always coming back. And I remember I literally had, I think, maybe minus money in my bank account. And I just sat and I cried and I cried. And I cried and I cried and I'm like, pull yourself together. You've got a phone call in a minute with one of your clients and you have to put your shit at the door. You cannot bring this into the call. Okay. Shook it off, sat on the call and my client said, I've got a referral for you. Got on the phone a few days later, $10,000 paid in full, biggest amount of money that I'd ever asked for. And I went, you know what? I'm just going to ask for it because I need it. (laughs) And it was a And it was so powerful and liberating. But the really powerful part about it was she was scared to say yes. She was scared to invest. She came back and said, yes, I'm going to invest. Our first phone call that we had, I helped her get out of an $8,000 contract. And the guy that she was asking to get out of the contract asked her to now work for him. So he started to pay her. Look at that. (laughs) So the investment of her saying yes to 10 grand she got herself out of that $8,000 contract plus Amazing. over the six-month pr- program that we worked together, her ho- whole life shifted and changed and this magic is happening everywhere. But it's in those moments of saying yes and I laugh my head off because I call this my subconscious and I do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my subconscious like the bottom of my head. <laughs> so if you can't say I'm like waving at the bottom of my head above my shoulder. And my daughter had school fees that needed to be paid and I just kept putting it off. I had the money. I just kept putting it off. And normally at one point I didn't actually have the money, so I didn't do it because I literally didn't have the money, but I actually had the money. I went, oh, just get it done. Just close off that loop, get it done. Went and closed it off, got it done. A client who was on a weekly payment plan, she'd only paid, she'd only paid me one week. She messaged me half an hour later and said, can I pay you in full? Okay. <laughs> So trusting and knowing that the universe is always guiding and supporting you and knowing that where you are in this current moment is not where you're heading, it's not where you're going, it's where you are right now is not where you're going to end up And you, until you continue to experience and speak to the right people and reach out to people like Jesse and having conversations and opening up that expansion of that bigger vision, you don't actually know what is possible. Right. And that's the thing is, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about embodiment, I'll get about, get on this topic because I feel like you're a good person to talk about it with. A lot of people are like natural manifestors. And so you'll hear things, oh, you got to work on your mindset. And so they like work on their mindset and they're like, boom, the manifestations have come through. That's it. So easy. Wow. And they make it look really easy. But a lot of us, like we can change our mindset and it doesn't necessarily click things for us because there's a step in between setting the intentions, like setting, like working on the intentions and aligning them and the action taking where you get the results. And that's the embodiment aspect. 
So it's like you have to, and this is different from fake it till you make it. It's live as yes. if, right? You got to live as if. So living as if the glass is half full. And it's not like that spiritual bypass, don't feel negative feelings, like not nothing like that. It just means like falling in love with exactly where you are. And even if that's the shittiest situation, looking for those blessings and appreciating what you do have. So like a really simple activity that I will tell people is like, whenever you think like I need or like, oh no, I'm running out of money or I don't have this. I wish I had this. You immediately stop and say three things that you do have and that you're super grateful for. You have to just start making small shifts. Another thing you can do is um, called an abundance walk. And this is based off a Buddhist practice where you literally like, I mean, you can walk or you can just do it sitting in your, sitting in your home. Like I'm at, I'm in my office at my desk of a lot of trees outside. And so I can look at those trees and say, oh my God, there are so many leaves on the trees. There's so many leaves. I could not even count all the leaves on these trees. Like it's insane. There's so many leaves or like walking around. I used to do this in DC when I would take walks, I would say, my God, there's so many people here. Like there are all these apartment buildings, all these condos, all these townhouses. There are all these places. There are people in all of them. They're all making money and paying money. Like there's money flowing around me all the time, like over, you know, the the airwaves of the internet, whatever it is, like the internet waves, the Wi-Fi. I was like, there's literally money flowing around me right now. Or like even going into like a Starbucks and thinking like they have so much money in here and like people are coming in and giving them more money and then people are tipping the people working here. The people working here are getting paid and then they're like getting off shift and going and buying something like just starting to see the flow all around you. And when you feel like that, that's when you start to feel like the air is almost like pregnant with money and what you you almost feel like I just want to reach out and grab it. Like that's how it starts to feel. Yes. Oh my goodness. If you can't see, I cannot, like my smile is getting bigger and bigger because <laughs> it's like you're in my head. Cause this is how I talk to myself. Like I literally sit here and go, Oh, there's so many trees. And this is what I teach my clients as well is that, look at the trees. Imagine each leaf on the tree is a $1 bill and imagine because oh, it's, it's, it's energy. Money is energy. Trees are energy. And when we're tapping into the abundance and the prosperity and understanding, because in COVID, I started to make money just started to flow through because every night we went for a walk. We went um, to get some um, sticks and things because I was living back at my parents' house and we made a fire every night and we'd all have glass wine and dance. But when we'd go for the walk, I'd just be like, look at all the trees. The trees are amazing. I'm so abundant. There's abundance everywhere. There's prosperity everywhere. Money is just energy. Money can just show up for me at any moment at any time. When I go to the shops, I'm walking through a million-dollar, billion-dollar property and imagine the, the energy that's flowing through from that oh my goodness, just because I don't own it doesn't mean that I can't feel the vibrations of it and getting onto the role. So when you're saying, I'm like, oh my goodness, you're speaking my language because it's so true. Like what you're sitting on right now is a vibrating energy. You're in a home. Even if you don't own the home, you're renting the home. How much is that home worth? You're vibrating at that level and feeling into knowing that it's okay where you are right now and just really allowing that to flow through. Oh my God, I could sit and talk to you for hours and hours and hours. However, we're coming to the end of the show. Yes, I know. I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, I want to keep going. How do people get in contact with you? Where do you hang out the most? What have you got on offer? All tell me all of the things that's happening. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have a Facebook group with lots of free trainings about 
things like this, everything else. I have like practical strategy stuff in there. And I've got like manifestation advice. That group is called five figure launch Queens. And that you don't have to be, you don't have to be female identifying to be there. Queen is universal. Men can be Queens. We're all Queens. Okay. Especially in that group. So I'm on Facebook. You can just find me under Jesse De Silva. I'm on Instagram, J underscore De Silva. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, all the places. I'm there. Just some some form of Jesse De Silva or the Millennial Money Witch, and you'll find me. And then uh-huh. as for my website, it's Jessica DeSilva.com. That's D-A-S-I-L-V as in Victor, A as in Apple, dot com. And then what do I have going on? I've got two great programs that I love so much. So one of the programs I have is called Practical Magic. And it's exactly that. It is half practical business advice and half magic. We talk about manifestation, shadow work, inner child work, all of the things like abundance mindset, money is energy, all of those things are going on in there. Plus lots of guest speakers who talk on their specialties within business. And we do spell circles every full moon. So we do spells based on whatever the astrology is. And then my other program is called practical alchemy. So that's when you're really looking to turn your business into gold. So Same kind of concept, except that you also get one-on-one calls with me and all the goodies. You're getting to learn how to put things in practice. And this is really for stepping into that next level version of you. So when you feel like you've been manifesting and you're pretty much in flow and you can't seem to quite crack that next level, that's where, that's what we're doing there. So practical magic sets you up for that moment. And then in practical alchemy, we just like bust through that glass ceiling. Oh my goodness, amazing. Thank you so much for being on here. There's so many golden nuggets in here, which I completely and utterly loved. And if you're listening to this, go back and listen to her jamming around where money is, breathing that money is all around you because money is everywhere. Money is energy. And you can have anything that you truly desire when you have the vision and the intention and knowing exactly what you want. So thank you again for coming and jamming with me on my show. Yeah, of course. One thing I like to say is think of money like sunshine and less like fossil fuels. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, it's around you all the time. Just because you can't see it in the air doesn't mean it's not there. Correct. So powerful. So powerful. Thank you again. Have a wonderful afternoon. Bye. You too. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.